Alright, so it's been a little bit since I've recorded one of these. I, uh, I didn't know what to talk about. I figured nobody wanted to hear about my problems. But according to SoundCloud, I should record it even if it's just me bitching. So, if you don't like this, blame him, not me. Okay, so I'm going to start off with some really shitty stuff. And it's the fact that I'm sick. Again. So, uh, I, very unfortunately, I was supposed to go camping this weekend for my Girl Scout trip. And I was so excited, and I was going to go, and it was going to be great. And then I got sick. Like a loser. So, I, I now am sitting alone in my room chilling with a giant llama that my friend got me for Christmas and I am dying so I I I was really excited to go camping I was gonna go with my friend Memo and Piglet and I was like really excited that's my dog just ignore it um and we were gonna you know it was gonna be great uh and then my dumbass got sick I went to the doctor and everything and they were like, mm, maybe not a good idea. And now, a break to hear my dog's bark. Honestly, I normally pause here, but fuck it. I don't care. Y'all are just gonna hear my dogs barking. I don't, I don't want to edit this one. <laughs> I know I'm gonna spend like 20 minutes editing this. But I'm not doing that this time. Whatever happens, happens. Yeah. Yeah, we... Nope. Okay, well, I'm just gonna keep talking and... Whatever. So, at camp, normally, like, we, you know, sleep in a cabin. We go on little hikes. We go on night hikes. We hang out, play cards. Make fires, you know, the fun stuff. Last year I went for the first time and it was like really fun actually. Except for when the counselors decided to take us ice fishing. Um, and it wasn't really ice fishing. It was paper fish. Uh, trying to catch paper fish while they threw ice at us. No joke, they just threw ice cubes at us over a wall. And I was like, alright... If this is all it takes to be a counselor, then I'm ready. Um, and now I, I just filled out my resume to be a counselor. And I'm going to get the job. I'm going to do it. I don't know how, because I did submit it sort of late. But, you know, it'll be fine. Um, so I, I submitted it, and I'm like, it said, like, work experience. And I just sat there, and I'm like, I haven't... I don't do, I don't work, <laughs> I don't do that lifestyle, so I'm kind of, I don't know if I wanted to get the job or not, but I figured I'm going to apply, and if I get it, I get it, if I don't, then I'm going to volunteer at the zoo, because um, the Lehigh Valley Zoo, it's really great, I've been volunteering there for um, the Winter Lights Festival they have. It's uh, actually 
two more nights. So if y'all want to go, go now. Um, the last night's December 29th. Uh, I really enjoy it there. And apparently they need volunteers, you know, obviously for the summer too. So I was talking to the person in charge of that, and she's like, yeah, you can, um, like, help me with, like, feeding the giraffe, like, the feeding giraffes exhibits and, like, the, uh, lorikeets and stuff. And I'm like, awesome. Sounds amazing. At first, I would be, like, you know, a trainee, so I'd, like, follow somebody around. But eventually, I would just, like, be able to do stuff. Like, I would be able to just go and, like, feed the giraffes you know, as you do. I really want to be, um, a penguin erector. I, like, as a professional, because that sounds hilarious. Um, if you don't know what a penguin erector is, it's probably not as bad as it sounds. Um, it is, so your job basically is, um, penguins, when they look up, they can't stop, so they just kind of flop over whenever they look up too far. So, like, at the San Diego Zoo, for instance, they have somebody whose only job is penguin erector. So, every time a plane comes past, they have to pick the penguin up. And I just, I want that job. Because it sounds hilariously stupid. Like, I just want to take care of animals. Like, I feel like there's just so many things I want to do. Like, I want to be an actor, but also... A carpenter and like a zookeeper so like mm, and like a lawyer and like sort of want to be a doctor and I'd love to teach so like mm, and a politician would be cool so like you know it's kind of a it's a struggle man I'm gonna just turn this down a little bit I feel like I'm being too loud um so I'm just kind of like I'm gonna go with acting for now probably gonna go to college for acting and then I'm gonna live my best life just just chilling I I plan on becoming rich and famous as a as an actor and then I'm gonna I'm gonna open up a school for I don't know children who want to learn how to take care of animals and I'll teach them how to take care of animals. I want to have alpacas. So I might have an alpaca farm school. Like a really fun boarding school. Where you just like I have like 12, 15 like really elite students. And all you do is learn how to take care of animals. And obviously school. So that would be really cool. Because then I could like teach them. Maybe I, Maybe that's what I want to do with my life. I want to be famous and rich and then open up a school and just teach the most random shit. So animal care, carpentry, debate, you know, all the fun stuff. Definitely want to teach history. Oh. <sighs> okay, sorry, I'm sick. That was a weird voice catch. Um, I, I, I would love to be a history professor. But, like, the idea of just being a teacher kind of blows because they don't make any money. And your boy wants money. Like, I get it. Mm, selfish. Uh, whatever. People are like, money can't buy happiness. But I'd be a lot happier crying in a Ferrari than I would be on a bicycle. So, 
basically, I want to do everything. So I really, oh man, I'm going to do a weird segue here. I really hope there's reincarnation just so I can do all of these things. So, on to that fun segue. Let's t- I'm going to talk about what my I think the afterlife is like, if there is one. So, I've been learning a lot about different religions. Like, at school, I had, like, the five Christians in our class sit around, and I just asked questions, and they just answered them for me. And it was really informative. Um, they all denied that God was an asshole, except for one of them. But it's fine. So... Yeah, yeah, the one who didn't was Earhart, and yeah, that's that's your name now. I hope you're listening to this, because you know who you are. Um, and I was like, God seems like kind of an asshole, and she's like, yeah, sort of. Um, so I don't know how I feel about Christianity, but my friend who is a Leviathan Satanist, or a Satanist Leviathan, or one or the other, uh, he got mad at me for not calling it the proper name um he had taught me a lot about satanism one day because i was like yeah this seems cool i mean it's not satanism really isn't what you'd think it was like satanists don't believe in in satan from what i can tell like that's they're just kind of like god sucks i don't want to follow that kind of person so fuck it satan time um so it's basically just like an eye for an eye like that's like the main rule that i remember because it was like the one sticking point like up until that point i was like pretty chill with it like it's you know be be nice and you know do things that are good and stuff but then it's like if somebody does something bad to you do something bad back and I can't live by that lifestyle because I don't want to, I guess. I mean, I could, but that just feels mean, you know? People don't do much to me, but even if they did, I don't like being mean. It's not fun. So that's another religion that my friend taught me. So let's see, another religion. I'm going to talk about ancient Greek religion because y'all know that I'm an expert. Okay, I'm not an expert, but I have done research past the Percy Jackson series, so I figure I'm more expert than the average person who says they're an expert. Yeah. Alright, so I was like, maybe, maybe, I was having like kind of a crisis of religion, so I was like, maybe the Greek gods are real, nobody can prove they're not, so I'm like, maybe they are, maybe I should start praying to them, maybe they're real. I still don't know, I mean, somebody has to be right, so... Oh, God time. Okay. So I, I think that the Greek gods make sense in a lot of ways. Because they, they explain the world. And yeah, now we have science or whatever. Blah, blah, blah. But I'd, I'd much rather believe there are Greek gods than any other religion. Like if I could pick a religion to be true, it would be that one. Because I'm totally, like, their afterlife is hella chill. It's, like, three-tiered. It's either you were really good, you were pretty average, or you sucked. And I would just, like, you know, 
the fields of asphodel. I can't pronounce it. That's the um, me- medium medium ground, and you just kind of wander as a like a ghost forever. I think that's pretty cool. Like it's just that. And then you have the fields of punishment where all the assholes are. And then the furies are like, mmm, we're going to kill you over and over again. Like, that's where you might have heard of Tantalus. The, um, oh man, I'm sick. Tantalus, the guy who is forever sitting underneath a fruit tree by a river and can never eat or drink anything. That's his eternal torture. So, like, you know, you know, fun stuff. So, yeah, I mean, like, also, like, another fun thing about, like, the whole Greek mythology thing is the fact that nobody actually gives a shit anymore. Like, okay, in Greek mythology, Hera is amazing and beautiful, but, like, if you actually analyze the history, Percy Jackson actually makes some pretty good points about the religion. Like, I know that's not what the point of the book series is, but it actually shines a very interesting perspective onto it like obviously i kind of doubt that the empire state building has a 600th floor with all the gods up there because the doy although you know it could be not gonna say it's not but like the whole idea that hera is an asshole i find that i find that uh, realistic in a lot of ways Okay, so that's basically my take on religion. Now y'all know that. Let's see what else I can talk about today. Oh, easy transition, because I just looked at a rubber duck, is Christmas. That transition makes sense, I promise. Um, I got a whole bunch of Rick and Morty socks, and I am hella excited about it. Um, like, I got this, uh, from this, uh, end of season three i meant season two sorry the um this episode where they're trying to find a new earth to live on and they go to one and it's just a screaming sun forever i have socks with that on it now and i have some like evil morty and the robot rick on it i got portal gun socks i got the council of ricks with all their weird haircuts I also got this really cool book called Ethics Without Principles. I've been wanting it for a while now. It's a philosophy book by Jonathan Dancy, who is, like, pretty chill. I like his... I'm more a particularist. Like, I actually... I, I'm very interested in philosophy. And I personally prescribe to this way of thinking. And it's the idea that there's no set of rules that are always going to be right. Like, for instance, Kant, like, Kantian thinking is that no matter what, never lie. You can never lie. Lying is always wrong. It doesn't matter what the situation, doesn't matter if a known murderer asks where your best friend is, you have to tell the truth. Which is bullshit, obviously. So moral particularism is the idea that, yeah, lying is, like, for instance, like, lying's bad in general. Like, if somebody's like, mm, did you see $20 on the floor a few minutes ago? You don't, you don't lie and say no if you know for a fact you did. But if a murderer comes to you and is like, where's your best friend? You're like, I don't know, man. I got no clue. That's okay. There's nothing wrong with lying for protection and safety. 
And you have to, in any situation, there's not one rule. There's no way to say that you have to live one way or another to be a good person. I mean, a good person wouldn't tell a murderer where their best friend is. So, Kant, you wrong. Um, so, you know, it's kind of an interesting subject just because it's basically saying I do what I want as a way of thinking. And, and that could be dangerous. Is that a helicopter? Okay, sorry. ADD. Not important. Um... Oh, man, I don't remember what I was talking about because there was a helicopter. Okay, I was going to talk about flower, but... Alright, on to a different subject because I forget what I was saying. Oh, wait, no, I was talking about moral particularism. Hmm. Hmm. (laughs) I'm just going to spend the next minute trying to figure it out while telling you. I'm going to describe the things in my room. That's what I'm going to do while I try to remember. So if I look all the way to my left, there's a desk. And on top of that desk, there's like three textbooks, some tap shoes, a computer, a backpack, a bag full of my Christmas presents. And then next to it is a wall with paintings. And I have, oh, I have, um, I have something from winter camp that I pinned to my wall because I thought it was cute. Man, now I'm sad because I'm going to miss winter camp. Man, I am way off track, but I don't know where else to be talking. So, mm. okay, let me talk about school, I guess. I mean, this podcast is called Unintentionally Theatrical, I think. <laughs> um, so we are producing Singing in the Rain, and ya boy actually got in as a speaking role which is nuts to be fair only 51 people auditioned well actually 57 um roughly uh so like you know not a huge achievement considering it's a 30 person cast but that means i beat out you know like 20 people which is you know important like cool as a freshman you know um, so I got, I'm, I'm playing Sid Phillips. Oh shit, did not mean to do that, my bad. <laughs> I'm playing Sid Phillips, who has nine whole lines. I know, pretty impressive. Um, I can't wait to see the shock on my grandma's face when she realizes I'm playing a boy. Because <laughs> she was like, oh, you want to make sure you're not going to get typecasted because if you're too much like a butch lesbian, and I'm like, Yes, you are definitely allowed to say that. And also, haha, joke's on you. I'm not even playing a girl, so I can't be a butch lesbian. I'm a random man from scene eight. I don't know, I'm excited. I don't think I actually sing or dance at all in the musical. And I'm okay with that. Totally, totally fine with that. Um... Actually, you know, we're getting to know around 20 minutes, and I covered a good amount of things in this 
So I'm just gonna, I'm gonna call it quits here. And I will eventually record another podcast, but I have no idea when. So until next time, bye.